We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. what we're back <laughs> hey uh i'm back um there you go that was it pretty anticlimactic but what is it right everything's a bit anticlimactic it's only not if you make it not if you make it climatic clim- climactic honestly i don't really know how to say it i want to be honest right now I'm, i have the boldness i have the braveness to be honest for years up until this current day, right this second, I think I, I, I vacillate between anticlimactic and anticlimactic. <laughs> I don't know the difference, and I guess I don't really care, because I think saying that phrase is 
it's not that interesting anymore. Whatever. Uh, can't wait to be taught. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's told me something in conversation. Like, you know, it's actually this. It's not that. Uh, really? Because I was told it was that and not this by a person who sort of looks like a directly inversely proportional to your face. He has like a dip spoon face. He's like a bucket boy. He works over at uh, the Jackfruit Weighing House. <laughs> uh, very happy here. Hi, I'm Johnny Pemberton. This is Twisting the Wind. Very happy to be here. Um, I, As you know, if you've been listening to this podcast regularly, you know this is... You, you can't... You haven't been able to listen to this podcast regularly because I haven't been doing it regularly because I've been regularly doing something else. I'm working on this new show, a uh, new show for Fox broadcasting just a it's a, it's a network tv show uh and it's been it's been very consuming um a lot of 60 hour weeks going on which isn't an exceptionally large amount of work but i sort of have this thing where i have to uh i have to rest to do my best and i feel like i've learned that in the process of making this that sometimes you just got to do one thing and you can't do everything for everyone all the time which somehow sometimes this podcast becomes that as much as i enjoy making it and it is for me it also is for other people to some extent at least when they ask me hey where is it hey hey scorpy where's that podcast she says coming out i'm like fuck yeah i know I, I said it to myself it was coming out but i just really had to dip into these deep waters and they're deeper than i thought we had a little drama on the show. Not drama. Drama implies something... I guess I wouldn't call it drama. I'd say it called a hiccup. i call it like just... It's a normal... Maybe a growing pain is a better word for it. I think a growing pain is a pretty good word for it. So we had some stuff, and it just took more... It took so much mental energy and attention from me to keep everything going how... To make it feel good, to make it work. So, uh, but we're 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 fucking cooking along. We got some. Gr I mean, uh, it's. I never really talk. I don't really talk about this stuff on the podcast very much because I feel like it's. Doesn't really the place for that. I kind of started this podcast as a rejection, not so much a rejection, but as like an exercise against the machinery of the tele of television production, which can be um, at worst makes you feel alienating and makes it's, it has an alienating ex experience it can make you i don't know it's something about it it's it can feel not very creative at times because just that's the nature of you're creating a commercial work but even though you're creating a commercial work the whole point it's commercial is because it's interesting and compelling and that's what makes stuff good so it's this weird it's this weird bivalent thing here there's two things going on it's the yeah it's the classic yin and yang okay so classic yim and jang. And you know what that is because you've seen it in a tattoo that I wanted to get when I was eight years old. I really wanted to get a yin-yang. I thought the yin-yang was the coolest thing ever invented. And the older I get, I still feel like that yin-yang is pretty fucking cool, man. That's the problem with the yin-yang. It's too cool. It's too fucking cool. The goddamn yin-yang is too cool. It's too simple. It's too just... Just, <laughs> it's so cool. It's been easily adopted by things that do not at all encompass the idea of the yin yang. <laughs> uh, 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 I make myself laugh. 
But either way, here I am right now. Happy to be here. Happy to be here sending out the songs and sounds to you. Uh, I'm really excited for everyone to see this TV show. It's called Son of Zorn. Um, uh, it's 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 a really funny. It's a very strange show. I think sometimes I've sometimes I forget that that this is a weird. It's a weird television product. It's not a normal show. And it's uh, it's really cool to see it coming along. To see it. I'm really I'm really honestly excited to to have people see it. Who especially people who've listened to this podcast and people just who already know me to see what they I don't know. I think it's going to be fun and interesting and cool, and it's going to uh, only raise the waters for all of us here. So please tune in in September. <laughs> Yeah, it's a long way off. So, there you have it. There you have it. There you have it. There you have it. You are currently listening to Twisting the Wind on the Feral Audio Network. Net worth? You say net worth or net? You said net worth, right? Because it doesn't make sense to say Feral Audio Net Worth. But it's pretty, I think it's going up there, right? Aren't they doing a relaunch in July? Oh, it's going to increase the net worth. Hey, what's up? This is Dicker Troy, a.k.a. Hands on the Butter Boy, a.k.a. Double Down, Pack It In and Spend It Once and Say It Again. Dicker Troy here letting you know you're listening to... Twisting the Wind on the Feral Audio Network. Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. He's the host. He's a comedian, an actor, all those sort of things. Gardener. You know that if you're listening. If you're new to it, now you know. Okay. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, you should also know this is not a normal podcast. It isn't comedians talking to comedians about comedians. It can be at times, but typically Johnny tends to stay away from that because it is inherently uninteresting. Actually, it's not inherently uninteresting so much as it it, it has been had. It has been had by other people. So, uh, what's, who's there? Knock, knock, ding, dong, came out of sight of me. You're listening to Twisting the Wind here on Feral Audio Network. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast if you are so inclined. Also, be sure to subscribe. Definitely subscribe. That's a good thing. That keeps you keeps you on alert when the dirt drops in the bucket. It's like a little ping pong, ding dong, wing wong, hang hung, fling fong, fling bong, ting tong, bing dong, sing song, sing song, sing song, hong hong, yeah, do that. Subscribe, rate, and review. When I say rate and review, it's a, it's it's a two prong process on the same fork. You go into iTunes there, and you give it a number of stars. If you don't give it five or four, I don't know what you're doing here. Go someplace else. Go back to the softball field, drink 19 beers, and crash into a tree. Actually, don't crash into a tree. Crash into a ditch. Actually, don't do that. Just don't now don't die. Don't do a thing. Just go do something else. Go watch House of Cards. <laughs> so do that. You write the pick the number of stars and you write the little review in there saying I love it. It's fun or whatever you want to say. Here about twisting the wind, aka Executive Buffet, aka Hands on the Branch. Do that and that do that in remembrance of me. Also, what you can do that helps everybody out, helps float the waters for all the boats inside the waters, is go to the Feral Audio page and go to, to you shop on Amazon through the link on the page, and it gives us, 
It helps us out, and I'm going to recommend some stuff that you buy. You're listening. Keep it up. Keep it in. Lock it up and butter your friend. That was DJ Dicker Troy. Thanks, Dicker, so much for popping in there. Oh, I'm having trouble catching my breath. Let me tell you this. It's hot in Los Angeles right now. It's the second day of the first of the heat. Uh, that sounds like the first man. Uh, it is fucking... It's, it's not even blistering. It's just the first heat is always the hardest. Uh, I drank a bunch of wine last night. I drank a bottle of Chardonnay by myself. I did a bunch of things. I was fucking running around going nuts. I was in the house uh, all by myself. I was just... Oh, I got a couch delivered. A couch I ordered four months ago finally showed up. I took them. They couldn't find the place. <laughs> uh, that's so such a stupid thing. No, they could find the place. They find it just fine. But so yeah, I just did all that stuff yesterday. I drank the wine. It was good. It's good to drink wine on ice outside when you're working in the garden. I had a real goddamn motherfucking garden mishap. Not a mishap, just a misjudgment on my account. I haven't been doing much gardening outside of uh, outside of container gardening, which I do love. I think container gardening is highly underrated, and also people act like it's not gardening. I think it's it can be actually harder to garden in containers because, well, it's it's both. Everything is everything, right? As Donny Hathaway said, I really think I feel like that's true. I always go back to that. Um, but I just so I built this garden bed. I built this. It took me. This is one of my one of my proudest achievements in the past year. I'd say at least. I've never. I haven't felt this good after doing something. Oh my god! It was like having sex with, with the, the universe, universe right? Yeah. Either way, it just it felt it just felt great to get this all done. It took me a ton of work. It's a it's it's a long story that I've told aloud enough to this point. I'm not interested in retelling it here because I think it'll be boring if I do like it is right now. But long the short the long the sh- the shorter the the way to say it is the dirt that I got from a guy to put in the box that it took me a long time to build is still cooking down. Uh, it's still composting, so it's creating a lot of heat. And that heat combined with the heat of the fucking sun that just arrived two days ago, like a fucking goddamn moon landing, just, it just showed up, man. It was two days ago, it was like 60 degrees here. It was nice. It was overcast. There's this thing in LA called the June gloom. It's, it's, uh, it's an actual thing. It's a, it's a meteorological, meteorological? Yeah, it's a meteorological event. Uh, it means like usually before noon in June, you have overcast skies. It seems sort of like kind of foggy almost, um, like you're living by uh, a marina, by the ocean. It's, and it's because of that. It's a marine layer. It's a real thing. It, the, the smog mixes with the marine layer. Yes, we have smog. It's okay. But the marine layer is real. It's a real thing. It's it's moisture in the atmosphere. And it's awesome. It's really great. It makes you want to go out and have have like a greasy breakfast with a friend in a raincoat. Like where you and a friend walk to the greasy breakfast place, have a greasy breakfast because it's drizzling out. At least that's what I used to do when I lived downtown. And it was fun. But this fucking June gloom is done. It happened early. It happened for like two weeks. And now we've got this fucking... I'm sorry I'm swearing so much. It's terrible to swear as much as I do about this. But it really enlivens me. Is the... 
the heat just showed up. And my poor little plants that are seedlings, I got some eggplant, some peppers, some kale, some arugula. Um, got that stuff in there. They just got blasted from the sun. In addition to being inside dirt that I definitely messed up, and it's still cooking down, it's still composting. So, long story short, again, I just had to do a bunch of work. <laughs> that's that's not that bad. Everything's okay. It's it's fun. It's cool. We're alive, right? It's fun and cool. Hey, welcome to gardening. It's fun. It's cool. You're alive. Hey, hi, welcome to Garden Gardens. Hi, welcome to Garden Gatorade with the Wine Boy. Uh, what's your problem? Okay, um, I got like this dirt, but it's got worms in it. Oh, that's actually a good thing. It's actually a good thing. Do you understand? It's actually a good thing. You want those words in there. You want those words in there. You want Worms in there. Hi, it's Melinda Tootrick. I understand you had worms that you didn't want and you don't want them in there, but you do. You want them in there. You want them in there. Okay, enough of that. Okay, is that enough of that? Here's the deal. I have a great podcast for you here today. It's really fun. It already is good, right? It's already a fun one, isn't it? It's already a fun one. We're having a good time. I'm having a great time. Fun to be back. Fun to be locking it in. Uh, look forward to the new I'm really looking forward to the new Feral Audio expansion that's going to be happening in July and with that a new podcast from me truly yeah so that's going to be really cool and uh, it's just a really exciting time uh, please enjoy my friends Brendan my friends Randon and Brendy they're on the podcast today and these guys are super cool they're just really great guys super super cool 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 Guys, super, super fun, fun, cool, cool, awesome, awesome, interesting, interesting, nice, nice, cool, cool, bad, 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 and beyond, 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 bad, bad, and Chocolate, Ring, <laughs> ring, 
Wait, that one sounded like a uh, crazy frog. So metallic and terrible. That sounds like we're on a shitty movie. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hi, welcome to Twisting the Wind with Jami Pembertram. Uh, my guests today are Bemin Balsh. Uh, it's and, pronounced Blarmy. Blarmy Balsh. Blarmy Balsh and Candy Dips. Candy Dip Street. Candy, oh. candy, sorry, Candy Dip Tree. That's better. Candy, Cami Dip Tree. Cami Dip Tree and Ben and Balsh. Yeah. Hi, Jambi. Hi, guy. What's up? Hi, guy. What's up with your phone lately? My phone? Dude, nothing's up with my phone. We're phone twins. You're listening to Twisting the Whim with Johnny Pemberton on the Feral Audio Network featuring Brendan Walsh and Randy Lickie of The Bone Zone. I muted my phone. How'd so, you do it? There's a setting. For yes. mute. Let me mute I mean, phone. I could even put it on airplane mode if you want. You want me to put it on airplane mode and then throw my phone at a cop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I, I like that joke. Yeah. I put my phone on airplane mode and then all the controls and it changed you have to be a pilot to figure it out <laughs> and uh you can't even answer the phone unless you you, you do something that a pilot knows unless you do a engine run up <laughs> yeah. and you check your magneto and the static ports and your pedo yeah. tube and then you gotta um reduce the air pressure make sure you stop building any cracks you know about that stop wait what is it stop on the cracks uh, stop drill if there's a crack, you got to drill a little hole in it so it doesn't keep cracking. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the Liberty there. Bell. Oh, there, there's a little hole in it? There's a bunch of uh, cracks. There's a bunch of holes. There's a big crack, but then there's, there's uh, hole like it. holes drilled into the yeah. crack. It's called stop drill. Yeah. Cool. Stop drill. That's what I say when the dentist starts drilling my cavities. I'm <laughs> like, stop drill. Yeah. Stop. That's, what, that's what girls say when I'm, when I'm fucking them. When you're, fucking drill, when you're laying that sweet David's pipe. Yeah, because that's too long. When you're raping them. Sometimes I lay no. down what's called. Nope. Do you ever do a David's pipe? Randy's practically a rapist. Hey, no. I, hey Randy. Hey, Randy. So I've heard, of, uh, I've heard some uh, notes on the comedy scene lately that you're, you're cleaning it up. Yeah, I'm not a rapist. I heard you're not a rapist, but in terms Practically of uh, a rapist, I, I in terms of uh, if pussy was trash, you'd be a garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? I don't get it. If pussy was trash, <laughs> you'd be the man who no. once a week, not in the comedy picks scene. Up, nope, up that's incorrect. Not not on the comedy scene. I'm just talking about in this. I've heard on the comedy scene. No, it's all false. I go on the scene once a week. I dip into the scene. Go to the forums. Yeah. yeah. I, I grab the wire. Go to the waiting pool. I get the download. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, who's doing what? And who's doing it where? And who's, how's he doing it? Yeah. And what's it all about? Uh, yeah. And so I heard that. Um, obviously, you don't, it's okay. you don't have to talk about it. It's fine. No, it's not true. Oh, shiva get. I've been, uh, I had sex with a guy. What's his name? <sighs> Devin. Devin Jack. Well, he pronounces it Devon. Devon. Devon uh, Jenkins. Is it Devondra Band Bandhart? No, yeah. it's different. Is it? The musician? No. no, no, I'm sorry. I was looking at my phone. I wasn't paying attention. Have you guys had Devondra Bandhart on your podcast? No, no, but he used to come into the store he used to work at. Right, and stink it up with his smelly hip. Do all sorts of weird stuff. He would, what would he do that's weird? We would, um, I would make him a coffee, and then at the end of it, he would pick it up and look at the very bottom of the cup 
for a long time and it was either like he was like offering it to the gods or he was yeah. looking at the bottom of the cup like he'd be like thank you and then he would just raise it up straight above him and just stare at it for like 10 seconds and then walk wow. away that is a cool affectation man yeah i wish huh. i i nurtured more things like that throughout my life nurture more being a, a weirdo like a real purpose. weirdo yeah and people just accept it they're like yeah he wears sunglasses all the time yeah and, like, i mean you have to be down. like a famous musician to yeah. pull it off because otherwise people There's just regular go, people who do fucking that cut it out yeah oh. regular well, people, i wouldn't have a yeah. real job there's less uh there's less leeway for regular people like if you're a musician you can dress however you want you can act however you can treat women however you want that's Ooh. true you can really beat them up <laughs> yeah yeah you get away with it. you can write a song called imagine all the people doom, 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 doom. shut the fuck up <laughs> See, imagine all the have you done research on the john lennon was a wife peter no i just it's like it's, it's one kind of those of a, things out there it's one of those things that's out there right isn't uh -huh. it out did there? he beat yoko ono or was it the first one? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was probably... I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I mean, Kobe Bryant raped that girl and, and everybody... Uh, That's right. He did. He did a rape. Yeah, he did a rape. Everyone still likes Everyone him. Everyone like, still he, likes him. Did he? I, you know, it sounds like... The, I read a whole thing yeah. about it the other night when he did his retiring. and um, We'll never know, though. I guess not, but it sounds... I mean, I think... Yeah, I, I think he probably did. If like, they settled it out of court. If he didn't rape, he did something not good. It sounds like he, yeah, just raped the girl. Oh, Maybe, like, a lot of girls were just kind of into it. Like, they were just like, oh, okay, whatever. Kobe Bryant just bent me over a chair and he's fucking me. That's Kobe. But you she play was, basketball? Uh, yeah. Oof. Straight like, to the hole. It's like Michael Jordan without the pizzazz. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to go around accusing <clears throat> people of rape. People always have called me Michael Jordan without the pizzazz, actually. Yeah. I yeah. thought they called you an extra rapey Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Kobe Bryant, very successful. If pussy was trees, you'd be a lumberjack. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> if, if trees were trees, I'd be a lumberjack. That's true. Yeah, See? that's true. Well, yeah. It, goes, it grows both ways. Uh, Did yeah. you ever put your dick in a knot hole of a tree? No. Oh, have you? In a no, knot hole of so. a fence. What, back in old Philly, did you do that? No. Hey, Philly. Hey, fucking Demi Doe. Joko. Peepa. Check out this knot hole. I found a fucking tree down by Gino's Pizza pizza Subs. <laughs> oh, you were just in Philly. I was, yeah. Wait, did you get a cheesesteak? I did. Where? It came from someplace, I think it was called Roberta's or something. Or There's a place on every corner. Right. And they all taste pretty much the same, I feel like. I think so. Yeah. I mean, unless you could tell if you have a real bad one, if it's just all fatty. Say it was good. The roll was good and soft. The rolls are all the same. Uh-huh. Those Amoroso rolls. Amoroso roll, right? It was yeah. an Amoroso roll, and the meat was chopped up. It yeah. was salty and, and good. Mm -hmm. Get some onions in that shit. Yeah, I love Philly cheese. Did you put uh, regular cheese on it or cheese Whiz? It was Whiz. You kidding yeah. me? Whit. I never, you know, yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something that... Uh, I never heard that when I was in Philly. Like, what? I never heard anybody be like, go wit. I think yeah. that was just something like somebody invented channel? to like, yeah, where yeah, they're like, no, when you go here, so you sound like you're in the know, yeah. you go in and say, give me wit. Yeah, and they say, wit to wit out. That's what I kept doing at all the shows we did, because we always did a show, we had a show in Philly, Boston, New York, like all places where it's like, you know, that's, oh, are you from, are you local or not? Mm -hmm. Like, you got to do, you got to fucking do... I don't know. Oh, you yeah. gotta go down to the loading docks and you gotta take a shit off the pier. 
Yeah, when you go there, ask for Buddy Jack and slap his mom on the tit, and then they'll know you're a local. Oh, you got to get it. You got one of them stupid haircuts. You got to get a local haircut. Go down to Vince's. Tell him Jim Jom sent you. You're going to have to wait for four hours, but it'll be worth it, because that guy tells a story that'll suck your dick around. Uh, you haven't had a tasty cake? Are you... Where'd you guys stay? Um, oh, on the bus. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a tour bus. I thought Damn. I saw... Wait, you guys slept on the bus the whole time? I thought you were just... I did. Take the... Yeah, we all did. No, because what happens is after where, the so show... where do you park it in Philly? You drive. You, you park it... Uh, you park it on the road, on the side of the road. Like a block from the venue. And, and you then, just sleep on it all night? You sleep... No, here's what happens. Or the guy drives after, it through the after night? After the show, the bus driver usually shows up at about 2 a, 3 a.m. Okay. Starts, turns the bus on and drives to the next location... And you wake up at like 7 a.m. and you're in new place. Yeah. Uh, Depending on how far the drive. This was all... When I was there, it was just the really... Everything was pretty close together, like two-hour, three-hour drive. Yeah. So we'd leave at three, get there by six. And then you stay on the bus all day? <clears throat> yeah. Or you get a hotel? No Stay on the bus all day. There's a shower in there. Some, a lot of times the venues had showers. It basically... I think it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it. I think it I, sucks. I mean, I <laughs> thought it was like a combination of bus and hotel sounds appealing to like just be able to leave the venue, yeah. not have to deal with the airport, get on a bus, hang out, you can drink, you can fucking... Hang out with your friends, sit there, watch TV, well, the thing go to is, sleep, and is then wake up in the new town and go to the Four Seasons, yeah. be like, hello, I'm here. I would like the penthouse suite. I like the penthouse suite to shower my yeah, balls. I'd like a penthouse suite with a stack of penthouse magazines yes, in the bathroom dessert. so I can jerk my fucking dick King when I'm in Ralph the shower. King Ralph style, raisinets in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. That's is what that I'm talking Was that a King Ralph thing? King Ralph, raisinets in the bathtub, raisin your nuts. Up to the top of the bathtub water. Raising nets in the bathtub. Raising nets while I'm raising my nuts, motherfucker. Raising nets while I'm raising my nuts. Got enough to make your butt full of cuts. I got a fistula. I got a physia. I do nuclear fission while you're busy sucking dickola. My name is Greg Toba. Greg Toba, born in October. Greg Toba. What's uh, a fistula is like a hole underneath your butthole, right? I can't remember actually. I know a fissure is like a little cut. I've had I've had anal fissures before. Really? Yeah, but not bad ones. I'm I've had that. like fizzy, oh, like fish, like pop. You put pop rocks up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> anal fissure. Ooh, I wonder. Yeah. I guess they would pop. How wet is it inside your ass? Depends on how many farts you just had that oh were my super God. wet. You could definitely put pop rocks in your ass. They would pop. Yeah. <laughs> you get them deep Ooh. enough, it's wet up there for sure. Do you think I would get, do it? I'd ask get Melissa a funnel. Melissa wouldn't do it. We could hire a porno girl to do it, put Pop Rocks in her pussy. That's a good one to do, actually. Mm -hmm. I wonder how cheap. You could probably get a porno girl to come over for like a hundred bucks. A porno girl. Well, I mean, yeah. Low level. Somebody. Just say a girl. Put it out on Craigslist. Basically, yeah. You just 15 minutes, hundred dollars. You just be hiring an escort, essentially. Well, that's, that's expensive, though, isn't it? I don't know. I don't want a depressed. See, I would. I would prefer I to have it be like a performer. Yeah, somebody who's like kind of in on the joke. They get it. It's not a sad situation where somebody shows up just because they need money. But and if they're it's an escort, that like that's what they do, and you'd be like, "Hey, I know." Typically, you would probably have sex someone with else, someone. Though. Yeah, they're working for someone else, and I yeah, there might be a human trafficking issue. Not if you could you could do it right. I bet you spend some time. You I said we put an ad on Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah, you'll say, get someone to respond yeah. to it. And just say exactly what someone, you want. It'll be some girl that wants to pay her rent or something. It'll be sad either way. Mm. 
See, I would rather do it with somebody who's like, oh, I'll just do it because it sounds fun. Yeah, I think that's a better way. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's a, a very I, I idealistic think a porno, world. Well, that well that's why I'm saying a porno girl, because yeah. there are like these, there's definitely like the porno girls who hey, do you like hang coke? around. Yeah, yeah. I'll do, oh yeah, uh, pay me and just uh, have some coke. Do you have any coke on you? Yeah, I've got I a bunch do of a coke. Bump. You want to bump a coke? Yeah, yeah a bump. bump, bump it up. Do you got a bump, vi- bump, bump it up. I have some Doing some coke. Five Johnny's that, house. Bumping that coke. Bumping that coke. Uh, no joke. Rain yeah, I'm goes. out of it, man. These these allergies fucking really. You're out of coke? Is Do you want a I'm pill? out of coke. Do you want anything to take? He took a no, pill I, took a, I took a... Do you want to uh, pause? We're 13 minutes in. You want to pause? No, I'm fine. We can, you know, it's up to you guys. Does this make your allergies feel better? Some puppy paws. Hi, I'm playing Call of Duty right now with my dad. His dick is big and I sit on it like it's a couch. It can't get hard, but it is soft and it's really thick. It's like a special chair that's like a long, thick, wide worm. I sit on my daddy's dick. It's like a dead alligator, but it's my daddy's dick. It's not illegal. Oh, sorry. Say it. Say what you want. I was going to say it's not illegal if you sit on your dad's dick sideways. Like if it lays like a couch. Like a couch. Like long ways Uh if you sit on the side. Yeah, like a a fallen tree. Right. Like side saddle. So, yeah, side saddle. I love side But if you saddle. straddle it and if you sit on the tip, then it's that's where it gets murky legally. Murky. I have a question. Go ahead, fire. Any tales from the road? Any tales from the road, huh? Yeah. I mean, I've been in a ho- I've been around here for a while. Well, yeah. I guess I was just on the road. You've been on the road, the road more, more than, than I. Yeah. No, that was just, just one like, week. This year, man, I haven't been on the road hardly at all. No, I know you have. I, I know, went to, I know, I know it was like, you're out of town. Well, I went to, I, last thing I did was Winnipeg. That was like a month, month ago. Okay. And you told, told you already told that tale. From well, there's no road. tales there. I locked right. myself out of the place I was staying in the first night. And That's Winnipeg? a crazy story. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's not no. a crazy story. It's just yeah, really embarrassing. Climb up the, he climbed up the <laughs> rain spout. You serious? Yeah. And he gets up to almost the third. He's staying on the fifth floor. Around the third floor, the thing starts to, hears a creak. And it's like, and it like separates from the building. Yeah. He falls. Yeah. Three stories. Yeah, he falls back and a, there is a pillow truck driving by with oh. delivery of pillows like in a dump truck. <laughs> that yeah. happened to me, but what it was, it was the feather delivery to the pillow factory. Oh, yeah. I landed, in, I landed in, they just had a tarp over it. Yeah. And I was like, poof. Oh, did Same I rain spout situation? It was uh, actually a fire escape ladder that split down the middle. And yeah. all the, you know, the little the little things you grab, the, the tines or the, the rungs, the rungs, rungs of the ladder. Yeah. The rungs of the ladder. Yeah. Tines is a fork. Tines of a fork. Man, you guys know hella words. Tines yeah. of a fork and runs of a ladder. I, I would just call them like steps on the fork or on a ladder. On a letter? Letter, like the letter E. Oh, you call those lines steps? Yeah. Three steps and an E. The point of the word are called T-I-N-E-S. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then and the tips of your shoelaces. Those things at the end of your shoelaces, do you know what they're called? What are they called? Aglets. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Aglets. 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 What kind of a dumb what kind of dumb honky tonk bullshit is that? I don't know. Aglets? I looked it up, dude. I was writing a joke about them. Oh, I think I remember that. I wasn't writing a joke. I think I was writing a tweet though. 
where I said I want to open an inconvenience store and all they sold was something and <laughs> shoelaces without aglets. Nice. I got a sound for you here. Brendan and I are sponsored by iPad Mini 2. What is that? Uh, the... <laughs> The still being sold but slightly outdated version of the iPad Mini. Are they up to four now? They have the iPad. Right now, if you want a Mini, you can buy a, a Mini 2 or a Mini 4. Oh, really? What's the 4? The 4 is a little bit lighter and thinner. Okay. And has a slightly faster processing chip inside of it. Roger. Um, the resolution and all that stuff is the same. Hmm. And it has like some extra features like like an iPhone probably has like the slow-mo video and that type of thing like the burst capture on your iPhone the newer iPad mini has that and it also has uh burst capture you know like you take a picture and it tastes like takes like 10 pictures like, at let's, once let's say you were like a girl was like taking her shirt off <laughs> uh-huh. and the tits were flopping out and you wanted to get the best oh so you just hold the button down and it's like goes, yeah. And so you get like a full blue like flip book with those titties yeah. flopping out. But also you can just choose the best one out of there. But uh, you could do a flip book. And it's then designed the, for flip books. The back facing camera is uh, 8 megapixels, whereas the Mini 2 is 5. I can't believe this is real. Yeah, we're sponsored by iPad Mini 2. If you uh, available at the Apple Amazon? Store, Amazon, Amazon, Best Buy. Wait, it's available where? I'm still available. Apple Store, Amazon, Amazon, Best Buy, eBay, eBay, Half.com, Amazon, Best Buy, Zappos. It's available. Food for less. What? What? Coles, AM, 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 AM. Ralph, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Coinstar, 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 Los Cies del Jabón. Yeah, I'm in the Mexican part of town. Uh, what about Dollar Tree? You said Dollar Tree. How about Yummy.com? If you buy it at the Dollar Tree, they they make you do a lot of transactions because it does cost more than one dollar. You order it at the Dollar Tree, but you pick it up at the Dollar General. Guys, I gotta say, I got that general car insurance, and it is the best. What's so good about it? Does that little go guy to the general and save some time? Does that little guy show up? It's uh no, but you get lots of sw- sw- swag. What kind of swag? Pictures, Pictures of him, sunglasses, t-shirts. t-shirts. I bet he's got a square. I bet he's got a square. Back scratchers. I bet he's got a dick smoother. Robot arms. I bet he's got a. I bet he's. Oh yeah, robot arms. Did you say robot arms? Yeah. Robot legs. You get an extender for everything. I bet. I bet he's got a square dick. Yard sticks. You get a jacked car and a car jack. Yeah. Tape. Like that blue painter's tape, 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 and those and pencils that are like like flat rectangular you mean pencils. A carpenter's pencil? Yes, I love those. A flat carpenter's pencil? Yeah, I because that's one. more surface area to write the general on it. Well, and then you sharpen it with a, uh, a knife, a utility, a utility knife. knife. The also, same kind of knives that the terrorists brought, use on 9/11. It's the same, same kind, kind of knives that the terrorists used on 9/11. 
the same kind, kind of knives the terrorists used on 9-11. the same kind of knives that the terrorists used on 9-11. The same kind of knives the terrorists used on 9-11. The same kind of knives terrorists used on 9-11 the same kind of knives that the terrorists used on 9-11 on the road with the general talking to people about their auto insurance okay how many think you're paying too much for insurance how many are uninsured because you think you can't afford it then you need to go to the general.com for a super fast quote rates and monthly payments are low and the down payments as low as 59 dollars and you'll get instant proof of insurance for the best car insurance rates online go to the general and save some time Nice. Thank you for listening to Twisting the Wind, brought to you by TheGeneral.com Car Insurance. The only car insurance you can get for any car, as long as the car is yours. The General. TheGeneral.com. Please type in promo, promo code TWISTWIND at the promo code window prompt, and you will get a 20% off initial three-month bid buyout guarantee liftoff for your thegeneral.com car insurance. Type in Bone Zone, not the Bone Zone, but Bone Zone, the promo code offer window. Bone Zone, at, no ease, because there was a six-letter Right, uh, so it's, it's Bo... It's B-O-N-Z-O-N. Bon, it's Bonzon. Type in Bonzon. Dot com. And then you get a special offer where you get the general will issue you all the paperwork to prove that you have insurance if mm-hmm. a cop pulls you over. But if anything happens, you're not covered for anything. Yep. <laughs> I, I would pay for that. And I would get pay a, that for real. And you get a discount on robot arms. Yeah. I would fucking seriously pay for that. Just yeah, until like, something happens, though. But also, you know what? I think like when I had all the wheels stolen off my car, <laughs> uh, the craziest thing. Yeah, I, you know, I let so many things slide. Where I'm like, well, I guess that's just how, you know, no sense in looking into. I, didn't, I don't know. I don't really know what I was supposed to do. Everybody said that, you know, my apartment manager probably had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. And I believe them. Um, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It was like, hey, so um, you didn't hear this from me, but this guy's going to be gone for three weeks. Oh, that's not how he talks at all. Hey, this guy's going to be gone for Brandon fucking Brandon has three. a really good impression of him. Hi. Hi. Yeah, no. Apartment. No, the guy in the apartment across the hall, he's going to be gone for a month. I don't know. Like, it was just like, um, I mean, I don't, it's, just, I, it's not up to me, but uh, I, I tell, I keep telling them. We have to have hot water here, but like, they just don't listen. And, you know, uh, What's his name? It's it's. Did, it did you notice that it's similar name oh, to you, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> it is. You're the only two Johnny. Oh, maybe not. But uh, yeah, lately this worried me. Last night when I went out to go see the uh, the Wait, Jungle Book, you saw it. I went and saw it last night at is ten o'clock. Animated? The film, not the book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like fully animated in the sense that. I'm no, I mean, I guess he's like really in the woods sometimes. But there's no people. There's no, just the one kid. Oh, he's real. Yeah, he's the a living kid's boy. real. He's yeah. a boy. It's a living, it's a living boy. It's if you're into, if you're into boy. young boys wearing loincloths. It's a living boy. 
But it's I there was like a very strong diarrhea smell down like downstairs when we were going to the, the garage. The dumpster's been smelling, right? I hope it's the dumpster because then I was thinking like, man, if this is the fucking sewage, that's like, that's what's really going to clear everyone out because that's a big fix. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big health. I think like the city would probably kick you out. They'd be like, you can't live here, guys. There's fucking it's an open sewer. Yeah. That's yeah. I want to get out of that place. But uh, when my wheels got stolen, my insurance covered it. Mm hmm. Which was pretty nice where I was like, okay, well, I just called them. I was like, yeah, my wheels got stolen. Filled out a police report. And then they like paid for my new wheels and shit. But if you think about it, I've been paying car insurance. I don't know, for 20 years. <laughs> so you've been- and that's like all. So I've invested like, you know, I don't know, $30,000 to get my wheel. Like when uh-huh. I, when you first started, especially in Philadelphia, when I was a teenager, it was like $2,000 a year to have car insurance. Are you serious? Well, cause it's a city where like, there's a lot of just, muggings. No, but there's a lot of people without insurance yeah. who are smashing into people left and right. And then there's uh and you're a fucking 16 year old shithead. So they're like, yeah, you're probably going to hit a few people. So it's $2,000 a year for insurance. Guzzle me that guzzle me out of that. My insurance is pretty expensive. How much? It's like 10 grand a, but you, a month. Month, every three months. But that's oh for all God. your cars. Yeah, I do have a lot of cars. Well, that's, of course, it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. A lot of my cars are like beta cars. Yeah. Oh, like a, like, a, like a Tesla. Yeah. Tesla is what they call the Teslas that they don't even offer to the, the public. Like a Tesla. They call them Teslas because they're still testing them. I got a fistula. It's the new Testula. Yeah. A Testula. So you really have a fistula? No. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a new type of Tesla. It's the fistula. What is, uh, it? is it self-driving? It's uh, you. Every time you take a shit, mm-hmm. it uh, downloads the information and then contours it with a laser beam, mm-hmm. and then it knows exactly when you have to go to the bathroom when you're driving. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is think about pooping, and it takes you to a bathroom. It just hmm. drives you there. And well, the car like, takes you there. Like, time to go poo poo. What if the government like uh, hacks into that though? Then they could make you shit all the time. Probably make you shit your pants. They can make you shit your pants like in front of a cop, and that's illegal. Didn't Tesla invent a chair that made people shit themselves? Yeah. Pretty sure, and uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, what's his face sat in it? Thomas uh, Edison? No. Uh, Direct current? Mark Twain. He did. He sat in a that chair was... and shit his pants. Like, it would vibrate at, at like this frequency that made you shit your pants if you sat in a really? chair. Really? That's I'll, a, I'll Google that's it. That's a bad choice because he always wore wow. white. Yeah. Did he always wear white, yeah. though? Did he always? Every single day, Every if day. I recall. Did he always? Oh, I yeah. accidentally Googled Mark Twan. It's an Asian gymnast. Huh. What about Mark Twat? Mark oh, Twat. that'd be a good uh, Mark Twaint. Mark Taint. Mark. Uh, hold on. Uh, let's find this first thing first. And Mark Seablast? We'll... Mm-hmm. I heard about Mark, Mark Guz. Mark butt foam we could why don't all three of us uh Call change us. our names legally i'm into so it i was thinking about changing guz the, last name the guz brother i was thinking about being the c the guz, guz the guz bros like c guz like c dot guz yeah yeah you can say c guz on tv but you okay. can't say it on twitter <laughs> twitter is more strict than tv what'd you say about twitter what's going on with twitter these days anything new 
Lots of retweets on my end. Really? I got a new look. I don't know if you've seen my new uh, uh, yeah, it's profile a, picture. I think I've seen it. I'm about to look at it. I'm gonna I check changed it, out. it. All right. Hey, uh, listeners, listen, you're listening to Twisting the Wind oh, on the Fred Lauder Network. I should rebrand myself. If you want to get into some cool stuff, I would check out Randy Litke. At Randy Lickey, it's R-A-N-D-Y-L-I-E-D-T-K-E. Mm-hmm. And you check out Brendan Walsh. That's uh, at B-R-E-N-D-O-N-W-A-L-S-H. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Both of those are going to give you all kinds of fun stuff to fuck around with. It's going to be cool. Just I did one that I was proud of last night, but it was I tweeted it at a late time. Oh, yeah. I should have saved it. Mm-hmm. It said, uh, you can't. You might not be able to judge the contents of a book by its cover, but you can usually uh, judge what it smells like. Something like that. Okay. I have to... Well, because it was a guy There was like we went to, after the Jungle Book, we went to uh, Edendale to get a glass of wine. That's a great place to get a glass of wine. And, uh, and Amanda was like, oh, I was like, wait, what? Does it smell something? She's like, yeah, it's just fucking cologne. And like, we turn around, there was a guy standing... Five feet away from yeah. her, but it was like, yeah, he totally looks like the cologne. kind of guy who would reek of cologne. I'm so tired of people going on the jogging trail or the hiking trail. I'm with like, cologne on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. That's fine. You know, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I'm like, uh, stop it. I'm like, I've had enough of this. If you're going to be on the jogging, hiking trail, don't smell like you just wash your clothes. Don't smell like perfume. Don't smell like, do you, don't smell like cologne. You know Don't what I like do? Dog shit. It's like I, bo. I go on those trails and I actually spray all the flowers with cologne. You do? Yeah. Where do you, where do you spray on the stem or the petals? On the petals. Oh, so it's like the flowers are like the flowers. Probably super confused. It's like why am why are you spraying me? I yeah. already smell good. People people think flowers smell like fucking polo cologne. <laughs> so here's uh, I think I think I found the. So Mark Twain complained to Tesla about recurring bouts of constipation. Are you so serious? Tesla suggested to Twain that he avail himself of the therapeutic benefits he'd find standing atop one of his new inventions, a vibrating, humming, oscillating metal disc. Uh, but it was no, no normal oscillating disc. Tesla looked at his skeptical writer and sold him on the notion of his new invention, impaired vi- imparted vitality. Sounds like those things. You ever go to the float tank place? I haven't, but oh, they, I know that about guy's it. got these things you stand on that vibrate that are supposed to be good. Yeah, it's supposed to make all your muscles fight it, so it's like it's like a workout. It's like right. a vibro. You stand on it, and it just goes. Brrr. So okay, so he stands on it or whatever. This is really wordy. This thing. Uh, read it. Okay, read so it. Mark Twain leapt up on the oscillating disc. Mark Mark Twain nodded. Tesla tripped the switch. Electricity surged through the cables. The disc began to vibrate. High-tension voltage crackled in the air around Mark Twain. Just imagine that picture. You see, this person thinks they're a writer. Oh. Uh, just imagine promised, that picture? I mean, it's just like there's... it. it this could be five sentences Well, long. I am imagining that picture. That's how writing works. When you read something, you mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Now, now think just, about what that looks like. Now, like, the, like the, the musician doing. was like, what would you think about my last lyric? <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound good? We should write a song like or that. How about that chord? Did you like the way that chord sounds? Yeah. Imagine the sound of this music. Yeah. Oh, um, how about I... I got to find a different article about this. If you play that song to dogs, they will run. The, uh, is that Jurassic Park? That's uh, Back to the Future. Oh. Uh. Yeah, because dogs don't understand the nature of time. <laughs> They're confused by it. 
dogs. What is the deal with them? They're just sweethearts. They yeah, love, they're good they guys. Them. What's the point of a dog's life, you think? Point of it? You know, like people are always pondering the lives. meaning of life. They're only thinking about the meaning of human life. I would say the meaning of a dog's life is humans. Yeah. Because I think we, I think humans and dogs have co-evolved ever since, ever since pre-Homo sapiens. Yeah. Dogs and humans have lived together because dogs need humans and humans, we don't need them, but they get help. Each. It's a, it's a beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. Here's eight things you didn't know about uh, Nikola Tesla. He was born during a lightning storm. Well, how, how is that true? <laughs> Nikola Tesla was born around midnight between July 9th and July 10th, 1856, during a fierce lightning storm. I'm sure, I'm sure there's weather almanacs. Yeah, I'm also sure it's like... According to the family, <laughs> family legend, mid, midway through the birth, a lightning bolt shot into his mom's pussy and exploded <laughs> him out of her tits. <laughs> That's uh, true. Keep going. All right, he was really funny. This is the second thing. He was says, really funny? He says he was really funny. Tesla had a terrific sense of humor. Also a thing where it's like... Opinion All it takes is one person to say it. Well, they have a letter <laughs> that he wrote to Rudyard Kipling. I Didn't was, he write the Jungle Book? He did. That's crazy. I just watched the Jungle Book, oh. and now I'm talking... Oh, dude. I'm going to have an episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wrote this... Okay, it says, Tesla had a terrific sense of humor. For example, after dining with writer and poet Rudyard Kipling... He wrote this in a correspondence to a close friend. My dear Miss Johnson, what is the matter, matter with ink spiller Kipling? He actually dared to invite me to dine in an obscure hotel where I would be sure to get hair and cockroaches in the soup. So he's basically doing what... He's basically just busting his friend's balls? I guess so. Like like well, everyone... That's, that's funny. That's a ball bust. He and Edison were rivals, but not sworn enemies. There's a lot there. What's the difference between that? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, you know, UFC guys. They yeah. go beat the shit out they're of rivals. each other. They're both doing the same thing. But so they love each other. UFC guys love. He developed... Not the, all of them. Developed. There's UFC fights going on right now. <gasps> there is? Yeah. yeah. Today? After right this, now. you can watch them. Oh, who is it? Uh, I don't know. Is it McGregor? No. It's, it's <laughs> McGregor His next fight is another rematch with I know. Diaz. That's crazy. I, I think I would bet on Diaz again. Yeah. He developed the idea for smartphone technology in 1901. What's that? Tesla. What did he develop? The idea of having a... iPad mini one. Here's what he said. Imagine having a phone in your pocket. Imagine it. I have, Could you imagine having a phone in your pocket? Well, I mean, Tesla it's the technology. technology. Could you imagine? In the it, race to develop transatlantic radio, Tesla described to his funder and business partner, J.P. Morgan, a new means of instant communication <sighs> that involved gathering stock quotes and telegram messages, funneling them to his laboratory where he'd encode them and assign them in a new frequency. Could you imagine frequency. having a phone in your pocket? That frequency would be broadcast to a device that would fit in your hand, he explained, in other words. Wireless internet, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I guess he shook the poop out of Mark Twain. One famous legend surrounding the eccentric <laughs> Tesla was that he had an earthquake machine in his Manhattan laboratory that shook his building and nearly brought down the neighborhood during experiments. Tesla's device wasn't actually an earthquake machine, but a high-frequency oscillator, a piston set underneath, blah, blah, blah. It did shake. Twain was known for having digestive problems, so Tesla, who knew Twain through the Gentleman's Club, invited him over. A Gentleman's Club? Yeah, that sounds... We should start one. We should. I was just thinking the same thing. 
He instructed Twain to stand on the platform while he flipped on the oscillator. After about 90 seconds, Twain jumped off the platform and ran for the facilities. Doesn't say oh. he browned his suit, though. He probably didn't brown Tesla it. had famous friends. Pearls drove him crazy. Pearls? What does that mean? Uh, Sounds like one person said Tesla that once. Tesla could not stand the sight of pearls to the extent that he refused to speak to women wearing them. So that sounds like a like something he picked up from a pickup artist book. <laughs> <laughs> he's negging these. Yeah, pearl he's negging. Oh, those pearls! But these are expensive and nice. He had a photographic memory and a fear of germs. I have a photographic it. memory. Okay, what did I just say ten minutes ago? That's not a photographic memory. That's not a picture. <laughs> that's a that's a uh, 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 audio recorder. I have memory. a photographic memory. Ask me anything. I took a photograph. It. What's the What's, what's, what's the, the Mona Lisa look like? Got it. There you go. I just I can tell you right now. It's a woman with long hair. She's got her teeth are showing and she's smiling. But it's not. It's one of those things where is she smiling or not? Oh yeah. No, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> you you give him one, Randy. Try me out. Uh, what's the cover of Green Day Dookie look like? <sighs> Looks like a bunch of shit flying around. It's little drawings and it yeah. says Green Day. Yeah, I can see it right now. I have it. I have it. Uh, okay. It's like I could actually. I could draw it for you. Yeah. But okay. I don't have time. Cool. So there you go. Three for three. What else you got? What's the Empire State Building look like? How Bing, tall is it? Got it. Okay. There you go. Uh, I saw the paint. I saw, like, the, I saw the, the dorm room. Visually, uh, what's what's the, like a Huckleberry look like? Got it. Got Blam. It. Oh, your turn. Actually, you know what? I don't know because I've never seen one. There you go. Oh, Woo. shit. Oh. Never, okay. never taken a picture of my brain. Like a little tiny blueberry kind of. Remember when you were in uh, kindergarten <laughs> and you were lined up for picture day? No, because we didn't do it. Because oh. they, they were, I went to photographic memory That's kindergarten. too cold. Oh, so everybody just stood and looked at everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> You'd get out of it. There was but a photographer how, and he would just look at no, each kid. No, they brought a big mirror in, a, giant, a mirror the size of uh -huh. a bus. They put the mirror and we all go, they all go the teacher goes, her name was Mrs. Barker. She said, okay, kids, ready to take a picture? Three, two, one. And they made this, they clapped these two boards together, and that was uh, to teach us to take a picture. And I remember, there, wait, hold on. Oh, there it is. Oh, uh, nice. What a sweet bunch of kids they were. What's the kid third to your left wearing? And describe the kid. Well, it's a she. Oh, okay. Her name is Karen Pathoulis, and she's wearing a gingham checkered jumper. A what? A gingham. Gingham style? Gang, gang, a gandam style blouse. She, and What's she's got, gingham look like? She's got saddlebag shoes and uh, crouchy socks and skinny legs, but she had big tits. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love chicks with big tits. <laughs> Listen, uh, that makes me wish I had a photographic memory because I love chicks with big tits. Remember the episode of Seinfeld where he was like, he got caught looking at the, guy, the guy's daughters? Yes. And they were like... And just, then he started dating a 17-year-old. Remember that? And the... Life or in the in show? real life, he did. Do you remember Jerry Seinfeld was dating a seventeen-year-old? Are you he was serious? Like Thirty-five. No, really? he wasn't. Yeah, I swear to God, look it up. But how was that? Okay, I could do that then. I'm only, I'm only thirty-two. Randy? Her name was a. Uh, that means I could date a fifteen-year-old if I wanted to. Oh my! God. I mean, I you know, I guess like Jerry Seinfeld was so beloved, people just didn't really. Well, New York, maybe the age of consent is 17. I think in some, there's a couple of southern states where the age of consent is 14. It yeah. is, but you see, Even I think everywhere. the, uh, I think federal law overrides it all does. those things. It so does. I don't even know why. 
So those of you packing your bags to move to uh, Louisiana or Hawaii, Mississippi, Mississippi is yeah. But 14? you're gonna if if something happens, you're not gonna be tried federally. You know what I mean? You like if I, you if there's a statutory it's a slippery slope rape I, thing, if you're you're gonna be in state courts for that. I would say it's different strokes for different folks. Well, federal. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything is up to the state if it's not in the if it's not in the uh, in the quotes <laughs> in the. Whatever it's called. 39-year-old Jerry Seinfeld dated a 17-year-old. Wow. 39? Yeah. I a picture of him and her. She looks older, I gotta say. She looks yeah. pretty, She looks foxy. They I dated, think. like, right up until he, like, got married. What to was her a, name? To an 18-year-old. Shoshana Lowenstein. Lowenstein. Oh, a Jewish girl. No, that's not a well, Jewish name, Johnny. Not. Shut the fuck up, it is. No, that doesn't Look sound... Look at those like, cans. That doesn't sound like a Jewish those name. Those are fucking... Those are... <laughs> she was a Chugasaurus. Oh, my God, sure. yeah. <laughs> talk about big boobs. <laughs> hey, I bet Jerry... I, bet, I swear to God, I bet Jerry was like... Where the big, where the bra, the titty bra, where it? Where does the bra end and the boob begin? What's the deal with brassiers? What's the deal with your tit skin? You can make a tent out of it. Jerry, my tits are so out right now. We're going to go to this public thing. It's like, I want to see them out. (laughs) I want to see them, Lowenstein. Okay, fine, Jerry. Shoshone, Shoshona. Shoshona Lowenstein. Know what I mean? That's not a Jewish Ooh, name. Oh my gosh, she wants the money. They didn't Jerry Seinfeld extra green. Got those paper bags. This is she was in high school. <laughs> she how was did, a senior in high school. How did he meet her? In the park or something. In the park was like like Upper that West movie? Side New York and, style. Uh it's when she was approached by one of them wait. Shoshana Lonstein was a senior at the prestigious Nightingale Bamford School on the Upper West Side when that sounds like a joke. On a spring Nightingale afternoon, Bam- she was approached by one of the most well-known comedians in the country. It appears unclear if she knew exactly who he was, but after a short conversation, she gave him her phone number, sparking a relationship that would begin around her high school graduation. Jesus Christ! Uh, on paper, and end right after her college one. So they were together for like four years, I guess. That's weird. That's so fucking like. I mean, if it wasn't Jerry Seinfeld, like you know, Shoshana Lonesy. I don't know if she's Jewish or not, but like her parents <laughs> would be like, "Yeah, that's Jerry Seinfeld. Go ahead, yeah, please fuck our seventeen-year-old daughter. You're yeah. a billionaire. That was it's like better than marrying a, a a lawyer or a doctor. That was definitely the case with Duke Ellington. Yeah, he back in those days, though, back in those days, everyone was dating fifteen-year-old girls. This was ninety-three. But he used to date. He used to pick up young girls and their mom and be like, "Okay, you're with Duke. He's we like we like Duke a lot. We trust Duke." That's funny. But it was so he was such a gentleman. How was old was his girl? Duke Ellington? No, how like you said that he was dating a young girl? Who Duke? Yeah. Well, he just dated all kinds of girls all the time. Oh. But he would always be with really young women, and they would call up their parents and say. Like their parents, are like, are you coming home? Like, no, I'm, I'm with with this Duke Ellington. They're like, okay, that's fine. Not because he was famous so much as he was like famous for being a very um, just respectable guy, like a very respectable mm-hmm. gentleman. So even though that's they, the word Seinfeld is, it, you know what I mean? Like if it was like Steve-O. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld's kind of a lech, isn't he? I don't know. I don't he know says he was on Howard Stern, and Stern said. Stone said, so uh, you sit in Central Park and have a candy bar on a string and pull it when the girls come? <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld was like, she, he, he denied that she was 17, but then he came back a month later 
and was like, all right, I didn't realize she was so young. This is the only girl I ever went out with who was that young. Didn't realize. <laughs> They're right. Didn't instantly realize. That's like the first thing you need to yeah. know. <laughs> oh, God. That's crazy. She looks so young in that picture. Yeah, she looks like a, a, a teen. Yeah, yep. a she teen looks like right a 15 year old with huge boobs. Have you ever heard that saying? 39, 17, what is that? 21 year age difference? This is this old, stupid saying. It's uh, half, your, half your age, half your half a man's age plus seven is the appropriate yeah. lowest number. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like, I don't know why that's supposed to work, but. It seems like an accurate kind of, it seems like a decent equation. Yeah. Plus seven. So if you're 70, so if, if let's say you're 80, mm-hmm. half of 80 47. is 40. So 47 is as low as you should go if you're 80. Oh, okay. But if you're like, for 20, half of 20 yeah. is 10 plus seven is 17. So do mine, sense. do mine. What's your age? 32. 32, half 32 is 16, uh-huh. right? 16 plus seven is... 23. There you go, 23. Okay, I can handle that. Well, 22 would be okay too. 18 is fine. Yeah. 19. 18, 19. I mean... 20 would be fine, too. I mean, if you're in, like, 21, Mississippi, 14 be, is okay. Yeah. 14 would be fine. <laughs> Where do you meet? I Like, let's go to Mississippi. Okay, here's what we do. Change our last names to Gus. To Gus? Gus. Okay. Gus two brothers. Z's or one Z? Two G's, two Z's. Two G's, two Z's. G-G-U-Z-Z. Yeah. G-G-U-Z-Z. G-G-U-Z-Z. Then we move to one of these 14-year-old yeah, age of consent states. I want to marry 14-year-olds. I want to marry 14-year-olds so bad. I'm 14 too. You 14? Oh my God. Let's get married. Is that the Gaz Brothers? It's called the Romeo and Juliet Clause. Two young ones are allowed to marry, but an old can't marry young. Oh my God. The Gaz Brothers just pulled off to our high school. Oh my God. The Gaz Brothers are here. I want to get married to them. Papa, can I get married to them? Hold on a second. Daddy, Daddy, can I get married? Yeah, you can get married to a Gaz Brother on only a Gaz Brother who's that old. I give you my blessing. (laughs) What? You You can can get get married to a Gaz. Fine, because they're rich and famous and respectable. And I got a bus. Okay, I'm gonna get married to a Gus brother. Oh my god, we're gonna sleep on the Gus brother's bus and live on the bus together. I'm gonna change my name to Gus. Martha C G G U U C C. Hell yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even know there were two years in that. There's two long double letters. I love the name Martha C G U U C C. Daddy, what does Gus mean? Sheila. H G G U U Z Z Mrs. Sheila Gus Mrs. Sheila C dot double G W double C I'm a C Gus I'm a C Gus I'm twelve years old and I love to be with a Gus I know right you're twelve you have to be fourteen to marry one of the Gus brothers I'm lying to him and say I'm fourteen is that okay Mom I got you get a fake ID. He's, He's gonna, gonna know, know because he knows that sisters can't be the same age if they came out the same pussy. Who's gonna marry? Who's gonna marry Randy Gaz? Ooh, I want to, but I'm only 11. <laughs> That's okay, you can still marry him. Okay, it's half your age plus seven. Oh, I'm under that. I don't know if I can marry him. Nah, you 
guys can just have a relationship secretly and then once you turn 14, get married. Hey, what's up? I'm a 14-year-old boy. I'm dating girls half my age, plus seven, so... Wait a minute. Seven plus seven is... You cracked the code! 14 is the magic age. 14 is the magic number. That's when you can finally date someone your own. That's the only time you can date someone your own age. Yeah, and it still follows the rule. It's a magic number. Where else did you go, Johnny? Boston. Boston. Me and Randy went to Boston together. We did a live Bone Zone podcast. Well, fuck me in the dog. I grabbed the guy by his neck. No, you didn't. (laughs) Slammed him against a brick wall. Did you really? Slammed his head against the wall. I thought we told you about that. No. He fucking called Randy an idiot. Yeah. Right in front of my Brendan. Yeah. This guy just called me an idiot. Tell me this. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay, I'm gonna. Do you want to hear my perspective? No, I'm I'm gonna tee up. I think my perspective is funny first. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let let, let me tee up the story, okay? Okay. Hold on. Yeah, because Randy saw it. Shut up. I saw it. I want a nice, nice, good effect that makes things sound good and just nice and like Barbara Walters. Yeah, sort of something like this, maybe. This is good. So, you guys, uh, so Randy and Brendan here. Uh, Hi, you listen to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. The Feral Audio Network. Please go to the Amazon portal and buy shit. Uh, they have a new operation that works really good. It's it's all e- distributed equally across the Feral platform. Thank you. Uh, and my guests here: Brendan Walsh, Randy Lickey, uh writers, touring comedians, all around great guys. Uh, now, I understand you guys were in Boston recently together doing a live Bonesome podcast. Oh yeah, it was around Halloween because on the poster there was Halloween scary yeah. pictures. All right, and uh, you're in Boston. Uh, Boston is known for a lot of things. Uh, old historic city. A lot of Ben Affleck films are shot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fun, cool place to be. And uh, I've been there before. I'm, I'm not especially a big fan of it, but I do think it's fun. And you guys, you guys were there doing a live Bone Zone podcast. You do a podcast called The Bone Zone. It's yeah. on the all now things. defunct. We. Uh, it got canceled. Okay, well, um, there's still a lot to listen, a lot for listeners. Listeners, you should check out episodes of the library. Bones um, whole back catalog. Now, you guys were there doing a live one, and uh, I understand that something sort of uh, there's an altercation. Randy, you want to want to bring us in with the back end there? Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, this is Randy. Uh, co-host of the now defunct Bone Zone podcast at Randy Licky R A N D Y L I E D T K E. That's correct. Yeah, so we were in Boston. We had already done our podcast. Um, was this the next day? Even it was, yeah, yeah. We it had was later. we did the. It was the day after we shot Matt's movie. Okay, because we just had a free day to Matt hang Farley. out. Matt yeah. Farley. Matt like, Farley. Uh, Matt Farley is a very creative, interesting musician who's a frequent guest in the Bone Zone. Check him out, listeners. He's a fun guy. The Motern toilet, Media. M O T E R N. Toilet bowl cleansers. Uh, yep. So, <clears throat> I am sitting in. I'm sitting at a table inside of a restaurant, like a kind of a pretty fast casual sandwich place. Fast casual, right is a next great to a, a bar where Brendan and I, Brendan and I, and one of Brendan's old friends from Austin, mm-hmm. um, we were all drinking at this bar. Right. Me and his friend from Austin, we went over to get a sandwich at this place. We're sitting at, at this table that's right next to the window that goes to the sidewalk. What time of day is this? Evening, like, like eleven p.m. Probably, oh, probably not would, crazy late. But eleven p.m. is what I would call night. Okay, like, nighttime. Yeah, and uh, and there's a handful of these places in Boston where the front window just completely opens. Oh, out onto like the you porch. You can walk right out of. Yeah, so it's it's elevated, it's raised, but you can just see people eating right inside. Like you could, if you were in there, you could just walk right out, and you would just probably step down probably two feet. 
Um, So that's what was happening. Like you could just see the sidewalk or whatever. And me and uh, Brendan's friend were eating sandwiches and French fries inside. Inside. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, I see Brendan and a girl and a a guy. And they're, I don't know, in their 30s, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Not like a little girl. No, no, they were grown ups. And uh, the girl kind of sort of seemed like she was crying a little bit. And uh, Brennan and the guy, and they all seem pretty casual, but all I, I just see them walk up, they stop right in the window, they don't know I'm watching, and I just kind of hear Brennan go, all right, well, I mean, what do you guys want to do? Like that's, And they were like, well, I don't know. And then Brennan's like, well, I mean, what should we do? And to me, it sounded like maybe something had went down, and they were like, like I Re- thought maybe they reparations. got... Yeah, I thought something had happened in the bar, and they oh. went out, and Brennan was just like, well, whatever, I don't know, something happened, and if you guys want to get mad at me, you can. <laughs> like it, it sort of seemed yeah. like Brennan was like, yeah, I, I spilled a beer, what do you yeah. want What but do you so, want me to do? But so you yeah. were sitting at this table by yourself. No, I was with Brennan's friend, and I oh, was just like, oh, Brennan? hey, check it out, there's Brennan. Him and my friend, we were all at the bar, him and my friend went over to, to eat, eat French and fries. Brennan's Oh, and okay. I went out to make a phone call. I was actually, I went outside oh, okay. and I went to call uh, my girlfriend. And also at this point, I also I knew Brenda was pretty drunk. Okay. So, I, you know, I thought maybe something had happened in the bar. And, a mistake. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then the guy was just like, I don't know. And then Brenda's like, yeah, I don't know. And then they got in each other's faces. Mm-hmm. And so then I jumped out of the window and got between them. And I was like, all right, I don't know what's going on here, but like, let's just go. And I was just kind of like sort of trying to break up this fight. And the people in the sandwich place were like, don't jump through the window. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, I have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? And then at this point, Brendan can tell the story from the beginning. Yes. Oh, uh, well, you didn't even tell the good part. Well, why well, I, I thought, you know, oh, yeah. it's like to me, I just said like, oh, I don't know what's happening. Maybe yeah. Brendan and this guy got in a little bit of a fight. I didn't know the whole story. And then at that point, Brendan told me what had happened leading up to that point. I went out to make a phone call. Right. And I just, there was like a little alley right next to the restaurant Randy was at. It was like an alleyway restaurant and then the bar I was at. Mm-hmm. So uh, I came out. We all, like all three of us came out. They, those guys went into the restaurant. I went into the alley to make a phone call. As soon as I get on the phone, I hear this guy screaming at this girl, and he's behind her, just like, you fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, leave me alone. Like, they're a couple, obviously, yeah. drunk and fighting. But then he just hauls off and pushes her in the back real hard, and she fucking falls on the ground. Oh, jeez. And, and I was just like, well, you know, I can't, I guess I have to do, so you can't just be like, oh, I didn't see anything. Yeah. So I got up and, and just said to him, like, hey you know, what the fuck is this? I was like, you can't do that. Like, and I told her, I mean, I don't really remember the details, but I was just like, well, do you have some place you can go or whatever? He's like, that's my fucking wife. She's not going anywhere. Uh And I was like, well, I think you should just get the fuck out of here. And you know, this isn't, you guys just need to go sober up or whatever. And, um, and yeah, just kind of went back and forth. He was just like really kind of aggressive getting in my face, Uh but then he did leave and I think that might be himself. when you saw it. Yeah, he wound up going like, he oh, left, fine, fuck you. And you were talking to her, like, yeah. and then she, she eventually came back. And that's when I saw you. She was, was sitting, like, on the ledge of the restaurant where Randy was, like, right where the windows were. And I was like, she's crying, like, I don't know what to do. He's usually nice. Or whatever. And I was like, uh, well, just, why don't you, do you have a friend you can call? Just call someone and go stay there and uh, just fucking sleep it off or whatever. And like, oh, yeah. So then she, like, started calling someone. But then the guy came back. Mm. And then that's when it just, it started getting more heated. Cause I was like, look, man, just get out of here. Yeah. And, um, 
And then he, I, the, I was, then I just got, I was just so annoyed with the guy and he was getting more and more kind of aggressive. Right. So I just said in my head, I made the decision. I said, if this guy touches me at all, <laughs> yeah. I'm just grabbing him by his fucking neck. What does this guy look like? He's like t- almost my height, but he was skinny, skinny. like tall, skinny, <clears throat> kind of dopey. He wasn't, a, he wasn't very intimidating okay. and, and he wasn't like. I don't know. He he looked like he was super wasted, dead in the eyes. Oh, that's the worst. It's yeah. so scary. And I could I could dead. tell the moment when Brendan and you when he said, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to hit this guy if he touches me." Basically, because then Brendan started getting like more aggressive. Uh-huh. Like they were both kind of in each other's face, but Brendan kind of started like baiting him a little bit. Yeah, where he would like Brendan would get in his face a little bit and like try to test the guy, <laughs> and the guy wouldn't really do that much. And then eventually they kind of pushed each other a little bit, and Brendan, like the second he pushed Brendan, <laughs> he grabbed him by the neck, and he like started running with him because it, it was like probably Fucking 15 God. feet to that yeah. alley yeah. Oh he just started running with him and then in the alley slammed his neck up against this brick wall <laughs> and his head like snapped back and hit the brick wall pretty hard <laughs> and the guys this is the guy's reaction he goes seriously <laughs> really <laughs> you're gonna do that like didn't fight yeah. back at all wow like was just completely he defenseless was wasted yeah. and uh but and at that point I was like I just pictured a cop pulling up right that second and arresting Brendan because he's slamming a guy against the wall. So I'm like, all right, Brendan, get out of here. We just proved that this guy refuses to fight back. I can handle that situation. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, Brendan, you know, go into a bar, like get out of here for now. I'll try to make sure that like, I'll watch him to make sure he's not like hitting her Mm -hmm. and then we'll figure something else out. Eventually the guy walks away for a while, goes into a bar and I'm just like, I don't know. Oh, and then kind of this like homelessy black guy, like this Jamaican guy came up and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, oh yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, this guy was hitting this girl and then, you know, my friend stepped in and like kind of pushed him up against the wall and he's just like, oh man, yeah. And I thought he was like agreeing with me, but then he started talking about like, yeah, you can't fucking do anything for women, man. Because yeah. then, you know, you, you know, you get up, you, you get beat up or whatever. And like, he's like, I was just in jail for a while, and like, you, you can't yeah. trust women. And I was like, Oh wait, you're on this guy's side. It was very strange. What Eventually, it all there was a bar. There was a bouncer guy who saw the whole thing. Like after I grabbed him by the neck and pushed yeah. him, he came out. He was like, I saw the whole thing, so he would have had my back. But yeah, it was like, yeah, I was drunk. The guy was drunk, but altercation. You know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like classic Boston. Well, totally, I also yeah. pictured you like trying to punch him in the face against the wall and then no. punching the brick wall and <laughs> fucking up your hand. So I was just like, okay, everyone stop. Because it was like right up against yeah. this super crazy brick wall. And I was like, this is not not good. No, and I wasn't, I didn't have any plans beyond what I did. I just felt like this fucking guy just needs to get out of here. And then I just kind of wanted to overpower him right. just to be like, see what it's like? You know, like fucking, yeah. you shouldn't do that to people. Teaching. I fucked his wife. Yep. Really? Me and Randy tagged We both did. Because we, uh, we were staying in an apartment, like, literally right around the corner. Yeah. Wet as wet can get. Yeah. Yeah, it was wet. It was wet. It was, like, crazy wet down her thighs and shit. Yeah. Damn, it was like a gush job. Yeah. And I ran and took a shower, didn't towel off, and continued to bone. Yeah. Damn. Someone home? Mailman's delivering a pot. No problem for toilet the, paper, the Guz bros. Yes. Yeah, the Guz brothers. The Guz brothers. That's I think Guz awesome. brothers sounds better than Guz bros. Yeah. Got the gu- Here they come, the fucking Gus Brothers. Gus Bros is like a good corporate name. But side uh, note, if you see me out on the streets, don't challenge me. Because I'm done. I'm not fighting anymore. Yeah. Don't challenge me. That's the last time I was going to get physical with someone. Yeah. But if you hit a lo- if you hit a lady, dude, 
You'll crack a skull. Actually, you know what? She probably deserved it. He did, like they deserve each other. They're both fucking pieces of shit. I should, I should have just let him continue doing it. Yeah. It was just one of those things where, honestly, that sounds good. Actually, maybe it was a wake up call because it sounds like it's an abusive relationship. Yeah. She may be mouthing off, but she doesn't deserve to get pushed no, into the fucking yeah, ground. I, I, right I, I didn't back mean together. that she. Yeah, mouth, yeah. They, I just said they went off. home and talked shit about me. Probably <laughs> mouthing off. Well, yeah. When I say she deserved, it, I don't mean she deserved, it, but like it's they were just both shitheads, and yeah, like Randy said, the I could have wound up getting locked up for getting involved, and in, in, you wouldn't like, have got locked up. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, maybe put a cop car yeah, and driven over, down overnight. to a station yeah. until they got the fucking story straight. All right, then, buddy, you're gonna cool out. Wanna yeah, cool, you want to put you on, put you on ice, buddy? You gonna cool you down? Nothing like getting home at like four thirty in the morning from the police station. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I mean, I've been like <laughs> arrested or like I've been hassled by cops when I, never I was been younger. Hassled. Never for shit. Like at the Jersey Shore, we all got like. We were running around on the beach all naked and shit. Like, but it was nighttime. It was me and a few of my friends, and we went. We were like running around 14, naked, but we were 14? No. It's a cute I don't age. know how old I was. Maybe, maybe I was 14. No, I was, I was probably close, probably 15 or 16. And we, oh no, I definitely was because I had my driver's license because I think I drove us down there. So I was probably 16, maybe 17. And uh, Shoshona age. Yeah, we're me and uh, Jerry Seinfeld was like hitting on us. Hi, can I hang? Can I hang out with you at the beach? But we went to uh, we went to the Jersey Shore, and I guess we were at a bar. We were drunk or whatever, and then we're like, "Oh, let's fucking go swimming!" So we like went onto the beach and took off our clothes and went swimming in the ocean. But the uh, the tide, it was like El Nino. There was was a crazy summer. A bunch of people, I think, drowned that year or whatever. Because it was like these crazy... Either way, we got in the ocean. And then when we got out of the ocean, we were like a mile away from where we got in because the tide just took us... the current. Yeah, the current. So... uh, so then we had to walk like a mile back on, yeah, with no clothes on to try and find our clothes. And then that's when a cop, Ooh. Y- yeah, I guess they just kind of patrol, keep their eyes on the beaches for drunk people trying shine to Shine that light swimming. on you? That light? Yeah. And we were like, well, we need to find our clothes. And uh, actually, I think I had to go, I think I had to come back and go to court or something. Or maybe we just had to pay a fine. Indecent exposure. I don't even know. I mean, that's like those Jersey Shore, those beach towns, that's, they just make a million dollars off of locking drunk kids up. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a free for all. It's like, okay, you guys come here and get drunk. We lock 80% of you up at some point. You pay a $400 fine and, uh, and then the city has like a billion dollar income. I knew a drummer, professional musician, drummer, and he used to say, people don't go to bars to behave. (laughs) Behavior bar. We should you know, open the Guz Brothers. Should open a behavior the bar. Guz Brothers behavior bar. The behavior bar <laughs> slash oh gentlemen's God. club. Guz Brothers <laughs> behavior bar, gentlemen's club. That's good. We should get. Oh, we should open it at that Radio Shack. Yes. Where? Do you want to rent a Radio Shack with us? A vacant Radio Shack. I love right you. by where we live. I yeah. love Radio Shack. Well, it's empty. It's empty. Can it's I just... shock you? I love Radio Shack. Yeah, I love Radio Shack too. Yeah, you would. Yeah, with all these wires. Yeah, I love. We can call it the Behavior Shack. <laughs> behavior Shack. I like the Gus Brothers Behavior yeah, Bar slash Gentleman's Club. Yeah, Gus Brothers Behavior Bar. So we just have like, yeah, all these like rules and you have to wear certain clothes. <laughs> so and many just, rules. And there's cocktails. You just have to really be on your best behavior. Yeah. yeah. If you're your best behavior, you have no to be- No swearing. It's to treat it like you would treat 
more like it was your home that you just bought yeah or and also like you're visiting like your your new girlfriend's like grandma's house who's about or your to, new yeah your new girlfriend's parents yeah. house yeah. or something and there's like a bunch of money and cases to show you what you could get if you act nice it sounds terrible Wait, there's prizes yeah maybe well prizes. but there's like Spend very prizes uh like uh very inexpensive whiskey oh yeah you just pay a, a yearly fee oh, oh right, yeah this is a gentleman's club. It's a club yeah it's a private club. Whiskey! I wonder how much it would cost to lease that Radio Shack. Yeah, I wonder. I bet it cost $10,000 a month. You think so? Yeah. Do I think so? Yeah. Really? No, no way. It's probably like, it's probably two, it's probably two grand a month. Split three ways, 700 bucks a month. Where is it? It's right, right by the 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. That's a good little home. That's a good little corner. I know, like, man. It's a nice we location. Open up a yeah. fucking improv school. Yeah, oh, that would be a great too. place to open up an improv school. Or a... Uh, called Impro. Or called, like, Provenant. Yeah. Called Prov. Pro- My job is Prov. Call it, don't just stand there. Improv. No shirt, no shoes, no prov. I will call it think, but just a little bit. Be use your noodle. Use your noodle. I call it. You know, what I call it. I call it. User to lose it. Call it the Guz Brothers Improv Olympic. The Guz Brothers. Uh, Leon and Dion Penises School of Improv. We have a project project where we're going to legally change our names to Leon and Dion Penis. Echo. Echo. You need the bear necessities. Guess who plays the bear? I won't spoil it for you. There's lots of favorite. Yeah, Bill Murray. Murray, You got it. Hi, I'm Bill Murray. One of the first voices you hear is... uh, Scarlett Johansson? No, she's not until way deep into the How middle of the movie. How about Skadge? That's uh, what I call her. Skadge, yeah. Skadge. I'm a Skadge man. Uh, do you guys have any stories from the road you want to leave us with? Uh, um, I was in Indianapolis, and I got to say, going to places like that during an election year... You see, that's, you see crazy commercials, man. Right. Because it's like, it's for like, Indiana's full of, uh, it's a pretty solidly red state. Obama defended him. Obama supported him. Obama shepherded him through the light to where he is now. Do you want this man defending your children in a rape scenario? Paid for it by, paid for it by. Ted Cruz. Paid for by Citizens United against Ted Cruz. There were two guys running for Congress or Senate or something, and they both had the same. They were both running on the same platform, which was like anti-Obama, which doesn't make sense because Obama's gone. A dark black hole. Well, nighttime. It's a pretty racist. The KKK headquarters is in Indiana. A half black Uh, man. KKK. But but one guy's platform was, well, they both were like, they both... uh, um, they're both sworn to end Obamacare. Right. They're like, we're gonna if elected, he will end Obamacare. So I both will of them fucking had that. go down there and clip it off with my own pair of shears. And one of them was, uh, he said he never. I guess he was already in senator. Or he never bows down to Obama, <laughs> and he will end Obamacare and defeat ISIS. <laughs> like that. Those were his two main points. He's running for like District Twenty Nine of yeah. yeah. He's running for a librarian. <laughs> but those, you know, it's like there's another 
enough dumb shits in that area where they're like, well, that's what we need. We need to get this fucking black asshole out of office and we need to kill them fucking towel heads. <laughs> well, I was in. I was, <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking councilman, District 29. <laughs> Is he? Uh, you know, you know, but here's the deal. It's comptroller. Gra- it's grassroots. It starts from the bottom. You got to be in all together. You want to get them out. When I was in living in Minnesota, sometime after September 11th, there was a guy on the radio who was, I think it was maybe Michael Savage, who was like, we need to stack these towel heads up like cordwood. <laughs> he said it like six times a row. We need to stack them up like cordwood. Like, oh, God. Jeez. Country's crazy, man. Like, just looking at, like, you know, towel like head. Donald Trump and Ted Cruz. That's How did it get so out of control where these guys are legitimate presidential ca- like shouldn't ted cruz like ted cruz especially that guy looks like a more like a pedophile than any pedophile i've ever seen yeah. dude literally he legitimately like seems like an alien <laughs> did you read that story about him buying 100 cans of soup no the day after he got married what i swear it's a whole th- it's, a, it's a real story and his wife's I've checked like out. i've checked out election stuff i really have i'm not involved in well it here's my th- i feel like we've become such like you know the smart people really have to kind of take charge in this country we've been cutting slack to like all these fucking idiots yeah where like Ted Cruz legitimately should just be like dragged out in the street, beaten up by everybody and sent <laughs> into the fucking woods to go Get the fuck out of here. You weirdo. <laughs> like just stop muddying up all the like yeah. real shit. You're a fucking piece of shit. It's the end of the empire. It's a classic end of the empire sort of thing. Have no. you seen this? Have you, this is something where I feel like nothing matters at all is that, um, there's this video I saw today that, you know, about the modular body project. The modular body. Oh, is that the thing that you have sex with in virtual reality? No, this is a scientist and a team of scientists who are making, they're able, you know how they're able to like grow organs and stuff? Yeah. Like make tissue. Mm-hmm. With I saw a porno last night that really grew my organ. Mm-hmm. Watch out. All right. So this, uh, this is this thing. It's, I mean, it's so disgusting and scary. It's hard to describe. You have to see the video. I'll put a link up to it. If you search the modular body, Project Oscar, the first human modular prototype, and here it is. Oh, wow. We're looking at Oscar, the first human modular prototype that is able to live in various settings. So it's a living organism? What's going to happen is that I'm going to connect the brain to the heart module to activate the blood circulation. Just plug the thing into it? The lung is going to start breathing. You can see both organs are now collaborating. Those are biological organs. I can add a kidney module. So it's going to piss. It's really creepy now. The limb module. Oh no. Start actuating the organism. Oh my god. Now it's looking for the optimal temperature, which is 37 degrees. If I had another limb... That is terrible. Oscar will recognize it and beneficiate from new possibilities. We're working together. I hate that. So what looks like... You can't see. You gotta watch the video. But it looks like a, a headless, uh, skinless bat. <laughs> and it's, oh. it has a computer brain that's hooked up to these things that are like biologically integrated with... With a silicon-driven computer thing, and it—that thing is seeking a temp, its ideal temperature, so it, it can mobilize. That's terrible. Imagine like five years from now, what that shit's gonna look like. It's, it's gonna, gonna look, look like, like a me. Person. It's gonna look like you. It's gonna look like a fucking guy. 
Okay, here's the. Uh, do you want to hear the Ted Cruz the soup thing? Yeah. Wedding night in cans of soup. What? <laughs> For those who didn't see that, can you explain this? I will. I will explain. You know, this was a, this an experience wife? at the beginning of our life together, and so yeah. I, I did recount it to Megan the other day. That's where it was. Uh, you know, I grew up in California um, in a in a in a home where my parents spent a lot of time outdoors. So we had our own garden. We grew our own vegetables, and um, my mom did a lot of things that were homemade. So when I married Ted, we got back from our honeymoon, and he went off to the store and came home by himself. And I was completely shocked to see that he arrived back at our apartment with literally a hundred cans of. Can- Campbell's chunky soup. I never bought a hundred of anything. All the same? All, well, different, different kinds. Oh, different oh, kinds. Yeah, yeah. I think they're yeah. aliens be, trying you know, to act okay. human. Um, this was shocking to me. So uh, we had a, a, a tough conversation about it, and I said, you don't buy a hundred of anything, much oh, less canned soup. Well, you know, we're, we're, we can't do this. Uh, I'll be making things. And he said, no, I know you. You won't be making things. And so uh, the next morning, I it was a weekend morning, I loaded up our car before he woke up and returned every single can. Mm. And uh, when I got home, I, I called my mother just to make sure I had done the right thing as a newlywed. And she uh, emphatically disagreed with me. And so uh, when Ted opened the pantry, I, I had to tell him quickly that I would go back and, and buy those cans again. She said, in fact, are you going to cook every night? We were both working at the time. And uh, I'm really not a good cook, Anderson. I've tried. I've burnt. Anderson. Things. I think the last time I, I tried to make We're both terrible cooks. That, 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 that is not a, not a skill it. either one of so us. So she said wisely. You know what your strengths are. You know? She said wisely, um, it is not your strength. Uh, I cleaned my mother's house growing up. I can clean a house uh, like nobody's business, but I'm not a great cook. So she said, since you probably won't cook a lot for him, you should let the man uh, have soup. That, there's so many things wrong with that. It's, no. it's, it's number psychotic. One, number one, it's supposed to be endearing. Yes, and like, that's horrifying. like they decided. Like, let's tell that story. Yeah, so we're just normal people. And it's like, no, 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 none of that's yeah. normal. No. What the fuck? They're sitting there, like, just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. So you bought a hundred cans of soup. You returned a hundred cans of soup, and you bought them again. Well, Very normal. And the she, weird part is like, yeah. and we had a tough conversation about. It's like, what kind of tough conversation did you have about the soup? Also. The mom saying you did a bad thing, like that's not such old wisdom. You you crossed your husband's, you went against your husband's wishes, dear. Yeah, that's not a good way to start off a newly wedded wedding. Those re- you your reptilian husband is he needs that soup. My gosh. Yeah, well, that's just the tip of the iceberg of how fucking freaky that guy is. Ah, so guys. Mm-hmm. Road story from Randy. Randy, just give me a quick road story and tell me where we where we can find where listeners can find your body parts online. I uh, I was in Winnipeg and locked myself out of the uh, apartment. Oh, this is a good story. Climbed up this uh, kind of ladder on the side of the thing and I fell into a pillow truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when is this going to come out? Uh, maybe this week. Brendan and I and Johnny, are you going to be in Austin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brendan, Randy, and Johnny will all be in Austin at the Moon Tower Comedy, Comedy Festival. Festival. It's not redacted. This already happened. Sorry. Live Bones on podcast with special guest Johnny Pemberton <laughs> and Martha Kelly. And Martha, Martha Kelly. Kelly's Martha be Kelly. There Kelly. Too. At the Velveeta. Velveeta Room. room. Velveeta Lounge. Comedy Lounge. Go to Google Moon Tower Google. Comedy Festival. Moon Tower Comedy and Oddity. Oddity. But if you Google Moon, Moon Tower, Tower Comedy, Comedy Festival. So I'll be there. I'll Hell yeah. Be, I'll be Thursday fly- through Saturday? I'll be there getting there Friday, probably Friday morning. Okay. And then I'll fly out on Sunday. Yeah. Great. I'm yeah. going to drive back. So if anybody wants oh, to shoot out really? tires of a rental car. Nice. Yeah. 
That's cool, bro. I have a bunch of stuff in storage that I need to get. Oh, Austin. Austin's a fun, cool, funky It's got to be fun. It's going to be funky. funky. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to drink a lot. I've, I'm going to drink. I've been kind of not drinking the last couple of weeks mm. because I, I was sick. So I had a few glasses of wine. I'm going to drink. Bottle of wine. I might drink, too. Uh, my old lady's coming with me. Dun, She'll be dun, there. Dun, 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 your young lady. Yeah. My 17-year-old. Uh, well, great. Seinfeld. Boy Shoshana. bride. So my thanks for being boy here. Boy bride. So Make sure you check hot. back in. Make sure you give kudos. Make sure you check in using uh, all the uh, location apps and keep us in mind when you're writing your will. When are we going to do the real podcast? Um, let me just 10 more minutes. Get some room tone. Getting room tone. Okay, room tone. Ready? Uh... Okay, it's okay now. Is it okay? Thanks for listening. More to come. This has been Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton on the Feral Audio Network. Good luck to you in life. Shine your light brightly to people and places and everywhere you go. It's good to be here, but where is here? It's okay. Bye! What is honestly? I don't know what this is doing right now. Why is it? What? It's this is really weird. This is hey. This has never happened before. I don't know what to do. Is this normal? No. I don't. It's it's like it's just random oscillate. security agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.